this five-minute clip from Virtually Speaking Sundays, recorded live on September 8, 2013, Richard R.J. Eskow speaks with Jay Aykroyd about the quality of insurance under Obamacare. They make the point that deciding against a plan that requires you to pay ten to $15,000 out of pocket in the case of a medical emergency is a rational act. RJ, I want to ask you a quick question, and that is you mentioned, you know, kind of offhandedly adverse selection. I actually looked into that for a little while, a while mm -hmm. ago. I had Melissa Thomason on, who does work in the economic history of healthcare, of mm -hmm. healthcare economics, and I tried to find a study that showed that people actually do practice adverse selection. There's plenty of reasons to think why they wouldn't. By the way, folks, adverse selection means that only people who are sick will seek insurance. People who aren't sick know more about their state of affairs, and so they'll be less likely to buy insurance. And so that's one thing that insurance companies always worry about. And that's one of the things you get taught when you get taught about the economics of insurance. But you know, there's other reasons I think why people would buy it when it's probably not, a ra quote, rational in terms of the odds, that is risk aversion, other reasons why you just feel more secure insured even if you're paying more than you should in your premium. So do you know of any real evidence that people practice adverse selection? Well, there's some, but again, I mean, it's all polluted in a sense because, sure, people won't buy a product that they perceive to be wildly overpriced. And I've gone through the the Obamacare exchange plans. Everybody was doing a celebration dance on the Democratic insider group, the Ezra Klein crowd, around uh, California's results. But they were crappy, and they were supposed to be the best of the best. I'd adversely select against that because if you're telling me as a 25-year-old, as I wish I was a 25-year-old, that I have to pay this kind of money for a plan that could still leave me paying ten dollars or $15,000 out of pocket in the case of a medical emergency, I think it's rational to adversely select against that. So I think that, uh, number one, you've got to give people a plan that really gives them perceived and real value. Secondly, during the big controversy, which everybody now forgets, that Barack Obama uh, differentiated himself from Hillary Clinton in the primaries by saying that he did not support the individual mandate and that um, adverse selection was not going to be that big a problem. So I went through the numbers and I predicted that even if you put in the mandate, uh, you know, the Hillary's people were calling it universal coverage. Paul Krugman was calling it universal coverage. And I went up against Krugman and said, I think based on what I see, you'd have at least a million people still uninsured even if you made the mandate, because they're going to adversely select and take the tax penalty, because that's still less costly than going with insurance that you perceive you won't use. And, well, I was wrong. It, they're now saying $33 million. So, But I still right. say I win because I came the closest, closer than anybody. Right. And the reason for that is because, again, it's still not a good deal. If you're going to pay a $3,500 penalty or you have to pay, let's say you're a family of four making 75000 or you're going to have to pay eight, 9000 in premiums for a product for which you still have to pay 2000 out of pocket to reach your deductible and could pay a maximum of ten to 20000 You know, when I bring this up, I get viciously attacked by people whose primary loyalty seems Archie, to be... Archie, Archie, just a quick just for clarification. Right, you you're talking, about the, you're yeah, talking about the bronze plans, right? This is the bronze plans? Or is this the silver plans? Uh, both, actually. The silver plan is not that good. The silver plan equates to a PPO plan, and there was just a study, an actuarial study released a couple months ago, showing that people in similar plans 
in corporate settings were paying between ten and twenty a family of four paying between ten and twenty thousand a year on average when you factor in families you know high cost families so it's not that great a deal it's just so from what you're saying what you'd predict is an is an initial sense of oh boy we've got a chance to participate followed by an oh shit this is a disaster and no, so I we're think it'll see... be an initial oh shit but I think okay. that long, but but I think what we've seen is a lot of cheerleading from self-described progressives who by the way have attacked uh, tried to rip me apart when I brought this stuff up others have as well instead of reflexively defending your party's bill understand what's wrong with it, understand the problem it's going to face, get ahead of the curve, and start saying this is what we need to be doing to make it, to make it better. Right, and you're preaching. By the way, folks, this is exactly what Stuart Zeckman's been saying for the last two years about this, is that the plan is just, just not that good. It's junk insurance at a high price. Mm-hmm. 